2: In that case, I pronounce
0: you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lock Talk Radio.
3: Hello, this is Leslie Gist, and you're listening to the Gist of Freedom. And we now have on Roy Paul, the host of tonight's show. Thank you, Roy.
0: Hello, how are you? Hello. Hello. Hi, there you go. I was looking for to you to, to respond to make sure that you were on the line. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we. I'm Roy Paul. I'm here with the Gist of Freedom. Uh, this show is being sponsored by audible.com. Uh, you can listen to it uh, any way that you want to, including how you're listening to this interview tonight. Um, if you want to get a free audio book, you can get that by going to www.audiobooksblackhistory.com. I'll be repeating this information uh, during the duration of the interview, including at the end. We are joined tonight by Larry L.A.K. Henderson to the radio show. Um, I really want you to get acquainted with our audience and have our audience acquainted with you. Uh, And so tell us a little bit about yourself uh, and the work that you're doing. How did you get started uh, into hip-hop?
4: Okay, well, um, my name is Larry Locke Henderson. I am from New Brunswick, New Jersey. I grew up between uh, New Brunswick and Willingboro, New Jersey. And basically, my, my hip-hop career started in the uh, when I was a kid in about the third grade. That's when I was um, introduced into the culture of hip-hop, listening to artists like LL Cool J and 1DMC and Cool G Rap and Jungle Brothers and people of that nature. So that's um you know I was introduced to hip hop at that point and that's when I started rhyming and you know freestyling and things of that nature. But um, I'm also the uh, CEO as well as artist of Smart Music Entertainment, and with that company we put out educational hip hop music, and our purpose is to um to promote the importance of education, not only with um, the young community, but um with with all people and, and people who enjoy hip hop music as well.
0: Now, you've sort of infused hip-hop with uh, an autobiography of Harriet Tubman. Talk about what made you inspired to do that. A couple of things. Number
4: one, um, Harriet Tubman is a hero of mine um, just because uh how strong she was, just because of the form of resistance that she decided to undergo um, with the anti-slavery movement. Uh, that's number one. Number two, I don't think that she was... Um, being well-represented, you know, especially within the hip-hop community. And, you know, and this was just an opportunity to tell a little bit about her life story as well as, um, you know, offer something to the hip-hop community that's informative and insightful and, you know, give her her just do, You know I mean? She wasn't just a woman who grabbed some black people in the middle of the night and headed up north. You know, there, there was a, a whole resistance movement with the Underground Railroad and the Underground Railroad is not just a literal, you know, railroad station. So, you know, I mean, people needed to understand and needed to know that. So I just wanted to, uh, you know, inform people in my three- to five-minute time span that I have to uh, to do a
0: song. Mm-hmm. And how would you describe the, the message that you're trying to portray through your music?
4: It's the message of number one, it's educational. You know, so I'm a hip hop artist first and foremost and I put out hip hop music that has educational content. You know, that's um that's what it is. But also, you know, our purpose is to promote the importance of education. So not only do we want to just put educational um content on top of hip hop beats, we want people to absorb that. We want kids to be able to like the songs. So that it can inspire them to either learn more, it can inspire them to take education a little bit more seriously, or it can just give some thump, give them something that's positive to think about instead of the other forms of negative information that they're getting from the mainstream media.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, with the state of, of hip hop being as it is today, um, you know I, I've listened to, to hip hop music and. Um, you know, I'm familiar with a lot of uh, some contemporary artists who are trying to infuse hip-hop in a positive way, but not all hip-hop music is positive. There's a lot of negativity out there, uh, and some people would consider it to be misogynistic towards women. Um, I know you have a particular focus on outreach to young people, and you you made that a, a very big focus of, of your music and in your career. Uh, what do you tell young people who can be persuaded by some of the other negative things that are out there as it relates to their music and influence in their culture when you're trying to do positive work?
4: Well, you know, it's, it's deeper than, than just listening to a song and being persuaded by the content that you're hearing. You know, the problem that we're having with the young people today is the actual reality that they're living in these communities. You know what I mean? When you go into areas like Chicago, when you go into Compton, when you go into Northern New Jersey, you know, I mean, it's not about the the music that they're listening to. It's about the reality that they're living. So, you know, having educational content, that's just an aspect of it. That's just giving them something positive that they can listen to. But the other problems that we need to address, you know, we have to deal with gang violence. We have to deal with single-parent households. We have to deal deal with the drugs being pushed in our communities. We have to deal with schools being underfunded. We have to deal with you know, the, the guns, and, you know, we have to deal with those issues. Those are the issues that we have to change. Those are the real issues that we have to address in our community. So as far as, you know, the music and, you know, I mean, that's, that's like the last thing, you know what I mean? I'm just trying to give, give people something a, a lot more positive to listen to because I know that feeding the brain with something positive can help produce positive results. But unless we do more in the community, you know, unless we do more to, to change what's going on in that dynamic, then, you know, it's the lyrical content. You know I mean? The things that they're listening to, it's not, it's not that it's not going to matter, but it's not like the big picture. The big picture is, is, is the reality. that you know, I mean, the big picture is, is all of the ills that they're facing. The big picture is the things that's really not being addressed. By the time we hear the music, those things have already happened. You know, I mean, the music is just, it's just giving you insight as to what's going on in their community. It's like listening to a news reporter. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you're, when you're hearing it from the rapper already, it's nothing new. It's not, it's not what's going to make the trend. It's, it's, it's what's already happening. It's, it's something that's already happening, and the rappers are telling you about it. They're like, Lino, listen, this is what's going on in our community. You know what I mean. So what are you going to do about that? You know what I mean. As opposed to listening to the rapper and thinking that the rapper is going to change the dynamics of what's happening into into the community, it doesn't work like that. You know, by the time but, you hear it, it's already happened.
0: So so then, does any of your platform then deal with politics at all? Because a lot of people would say that some of the remedies to those ills that people are facing. It's through policy and political action. So do you touch upon politics at all? Well,
4: um, as far as my music, you know, I have a song called The First 25 Presidents, and that's political. You know, on Lesson 2, there's a song about the three branches of government and and civil rights, and, you know, those are political issues. And and so from that perspective, yeah, I do touch on it. But even outside of the, um, you know, the political community, this is – I think politics is a slice in the whole pie, you know what I mean? There's more that you can do outside of voting, you know what I mean? There's PTA meetings that you can go to. There's, you know, being a a personal example to the the peers and friends that's immediately around you and being your own positive kind of role model. You know, there's, there's a lot of things outside of relying on a governor and a mayor or president, you know what I mean, to change something for you. So even though I think that, you know, politics is, um, you know, it definitely plays a piece in the structure of our society, you know, I don't, um, you know, I don't, I I just think that that's just a a portion of everything that's going on. So, yeah, we have songs that that are definitely about the political structure, but I'm not persuading people to be a Republican or a Democrat. You know, I'm not getting political in that form. I'm not going to tell you who to vote for, you know what I mean, or what to vote for. I'm just trying to tell you to be a better
0: person. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Uh, what did you make of the Nicki Minaj uh, controversy with Malcolm X? Uh,
4: with uh, the, um, her uh, <laughs> saying that yeah, he was looking out the window, and you know what I mean? I don't want to get vulgar, but he was the looking brother.
0: Right, um, and, then, and then there was a follow-up controversy where she called that one of his daughters for looking like an N-word um uh, as a follow up to you know her her music video when she referenced Not the Next um what did you make of all of that
4: I mean me personally I didn't you know I didn't really make too much out of it and and it's for a lot of reasons number 1 you know I don't I don't know Nicki Minaj personally you know what I mean and uh, you know I don't um you know, I don't wanna give my opinion on what I think she should or shouldn't do. I thought it was very disrespectful to Malcolm X to paint him in that in that type of light. You know what I mean? With with everybody knows that Malcolm Malcolm X was a symbol of, of what a black man what a black man's strength ought to look like. You know, whether you agreed with his political ideologies or his religious views or not, you still knew that he was a strong black man you know what I mean and you you still knew that he died for what it is that he believed in and you know he fought for his people so to to portray him in a negative light you know what I'm saying it was really it was just disrespectful but that's that's where I kind of start and stop with that you know what I mean because i don't know what their motives are and and i don't know how they feel about it i thought that that move was disrespectful and that's kind of all i thought you know what I mean i didn't really get too much into it outside of that. I know she's an entertainer. I know she goes for the shot value. I know, you know what I mean? She's a very talented, talented lyricist. You know what I mean? when We talk about her lyrical capabilities. But I think everything outside of that is the tactics that she's using for, um, you know, publicity matters. You know what I mean? She's -hmm. she's doing what she thinks she has to do in order to get into the position that she's trying to get into. And I'm not going to knock her for that hustle. I just thought that what she, what she did with the Malcolm connection, and I just thought that that was disrespectful.
0: Right. Many people would call that kind of financially motivated because, you know, they, they she wouldn't have done that if she didn't think she could make any money off of an album that she was releasing. Um, coming from that world in the music industry, have you ever been put in a position where people have said, do X, Y, and Z in this potentially sell more albums as a result?
4: Yeah, of course. You know, I think... Um, you know, anytime you, you want to get into the rap business, or once you, be, once you go down that path and you're always going to have people around you that saying, well, this is what you need to do in order to blow, or this is, this is the person that you need to hook up with to get the hot single, or this is the direction that you need to go in order to really make money. You know what I mean? You, you're always going to hear that and be surrounded. That's, that's just a part of the business, you know, people and their opinions. But, um, you know, I never, ever let any of that bother me. I mean, I, I have an educational hip-hop company. So that's, you know, completely left of what everybody's thinking. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, right. you know, I don't, I'm not even in that category where you can give an opinion too. It's just, um, you know, you hear that all the time. You know, hook up with this person. Make this move. Do this type of single. You know what I mean? Or sound like this. But personally... You know, I'm not even – that's that's not even something that's a part of me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't – that's just not something that affects my world.
0: Right, right. Now, you have an upcoming Smart Music Tour. Tell us about that.
4: Well, right now, you know, we're outside of the um, the interview campaign that we're using to, um, once again, promote the importance of education and also, um, you know, let people uh, get a get a sample of, of the music and, and things of that nature. You know, we're also performing at different venues. Um, you know, we was at the, uh, the New Haven Hip Hop. We was in New Haven, Connecticut at the Hip Hop Conference last week. Uh, next week we'll be in Delaware at the African-American Festival. Um, two weeks after that we'll be in Raleigh, North Carolina, once again for another African-American Festival. We're continuing to do events like that. And basically, we're bringing hip-hop to um, places where you don't normally hear hip-hop. You know, rap artists aren't normally at African-American festivals because of the language and the negative images and the suggestive lyrics that they use. So, you know, with smart music entertainment being, you know, having the ability to be a part of these things that usually excluded hip-hop, you know, it's very monumental. And um, it's something that we're, we're proud to do. And, hope, you know, and we'll hold it down, you know what I mean? And we're going to continue to just do these types of things and be in these types of events and arenas all across the country and eventually all across the world.
0: Yeah, give us a little sneak peek of, of what people can expect or, or hear on the tour. Do you have a, a small little snippet of a wrap that you can give us?
4: Sure, sure, sure. I mean, um, you know, we have – well, you you want me to uh, – do a, a, a song, acapella right now, one of the joints that I'm going to do? Or, or yeah, just...
0: give us a song or whatever you're comfortable giving us, a little snippet of some of your... Mm-hmm. your uh, Lad, can you hear me, Mr. Henderson? Yes, I can.
3: All right, this is Leslie. Um, No, we're not ready for you to do a rap. Could you address the the stream uh, that's going on now in the rap world as far as uh, Little Wayne uh, rapping about Emmett Till and Russell Simmons? It's the Harriet Tubman video, and I'm going to put myself on mute. Thanks.
0: Okay. Well,
4: I think Lil Wayne made a um, – he, he had a metaphor. And personally, I think he just went too far with the metaphor, but that's that's the game that you play when you're that kind of rapper. You know, you're looking for something that's shocking. You're looking to say something that um, that you don't think anybody else would think to say. And you're trying to, you know, that's, that was his form of creativity, you know, as disrespectful and, and kind of ill as it was, you know, I don't think that he intended, and maybe it's because of his knowledge of, you know, African American history, you know what I mean? And and what he does and doesn't know about the struggle and civil rights and things of that nature, you know, maybe he's not um, as astute with, with those types of, uh, with that type of information. But, you know, I think that he was trying to come up with something, thought that um, he was going to get a, um, a different response because it was a great metaphor and it, it backfired on him because it was just ignorant. And as far as the, um, the Russell Simmons, um, from my understanding, you know, Russell Simmons wasn't the one that was directly responsible for putting out the um, the video, the Harriet Tubman pornography video. It was someone that, that was affiliated or signed to uh, his company, and they did it. You know what I mean? So it wasn't it wasn't something that he directly produced or wrote or had had anything to do with. It was somebody that was affiliated with with the business of his. I thought that that was absolutely insane. You know, mm-hmm. to, um, number one, we don't even have a lot of um, information about Harriet Tubman out there like that. So for for you know for you to want to create something that's not informative about the facts, but that's kind of slanderous, you know what I mean? And, you know, it was almost like a joke, you know what I mean? That that was just crazy to me because we don't have anything else, you know what I mean? If you're, going, if you're going to do something like that, at least, you know, put out something that's positive first or make sure that she's well represented first. Don't just take one of our heroes and take one of our soldiers and fighters and just turn that into something that's disrespectful and crazy because you don't know no better. You know what I mean? Learn about that person Mm -hmm. and learn about the facts before you, you know, want to put out some crazy information. That's what I felt about it.
3: Now, have you ever thought about um, how would you address those questions if these questions were posed by youngsters that you were uh, using your rap to enlighten? What if a child had asked you a question similar to what I just asked you about Emmett Till, Nicki Minaj, or... Harriet Tubman, you know what would you say to a child that said, "Oh, I had this video i I saw this video or I heard this rap you know how would you address it, and have you ever thought about countering those images and messages that these other rappers in the mainstream has that have put these things out there
4: um well, i mean number one if 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 I was I would give the kid the same answer that I um, that I gave just now, and mm-hmm. or I would you know explain to them who Emmett Till was. Explain to them you know what the significant what, what the significance about his life was and why those types of metaphors and things shouldn't be taken so lightly. I would explain who Harriet Tubman was. You know I do have the song Harriet Tubman the conductor, which is about her life. I would explain her import her importance as far as the um, the resistance to slavery, you know, and, and one of, um, you know, one of the the important figures within that movement, I would just explain who, who she was. And as far as directly trying to counter um, the images, the messages that rappers put out, I don't necessarily try to do that, only because, you know, I don't think, you know, there's television, there's all types of crazy movies, there's, you know, it's beyond rappers. You know I mean? You could turn to the radio station and hear sexually suggestive lyrics all day, every day. You know, it's not like the rappers are, that's not the group of people that's having the negative influence on these kids. Even though the rappers are getting blamed for it, you know, the rappers are definitely the scapegoats for all of these negative images. It's, it ain't about the rappers. You know what i mean it's it's yeah. really about the environment that they live in. It's really about the people that are getting killed and getting their head blown off and getting robbed and getting shot mm-hmm.
1: and doing
4: drugs you know what i mean it's the, it's mm-hmm. it's what they see inside of their home and outside of their home that they really need to deal with you know what I'm saying and as far as hip hop mm-hmm. there's a lot of positive I, rappers um, out I have there. to
3: ask you I had to mm-hmm. ask you this um someone um raised this point when they said, well, it's not the messages in the rap, and and the rap is not that influential. Um, And someone said, well, if rap music is not that powerful and messages and images and commercials aren't that powerful, why does it cost over a million dollars per second to advertise during the Super Bowl? So if these images aren't so powerful, so why do advertisers pay top dollar to get a 30-second ad played? During well, the that's
0: football? because of the number games.
3: But yet we get it for free. Our children get these negative images, not for a million dollars. The rappers are told to do this for almost pennies because they want this image of glamorizing, um, Violence, drugs, all negative activity. Um, so it is important, and it is powerful, and those people are responsible. I'm not saying 100% responsible, but when you glamorize those negative images and only an unbalanced message about our people, And these are the images that you're telling youngsters, young black boys, that this is the only way out of poverty is through uh, rapping, through drugs, through violence. And you don't show any doctors, you don't show lawyers, you don't show father figures. And this is what the airways are, are just flooded with. It does have a lot to do. With how our children behave in classrooms and outside in the playground and things of that nature, so you know, are you getting as much promotion from mainstream media as if as a person or a rapper who would have had a message that was negative in your honest opinion
4: um no, but you know there's, there's a couple of issues here that that um mm-hmm. that i i would I would say number one, you know when we go back to the you know people paying millions of dollars, you know and that's you know that's we're not the the rappers we're not the ones that had the businesses that um that are that's in control of what people see, you know what i mean so we're 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 not the ones that's responsible for what you hear. On the radio You know what I mean Like there's a There's a particular Agenda That's going on there And when they What, what happens is So you take a Violent community Take, take a, a A 50 cent You know what I mean Like he's Everybody's like You know 50 cent He, he glamorizes violence And you know He's such a, a Ill person And why do they think He got shot nine times In front of his Grandmother's house You know He's from a Violent community so he makes the type of music that ex- that expresses the type of violent community that he comes from. And my, my he doesn't my live there anymore issue,
3: though.
4: Right, he doesn't live there now.
3: And but he won't rap about where he lives. With, but he won't live. He won't rap about his new lifestyle because that won't right. generate any income. No,
4: no, no. He, but it's like when when John Gotti became a successful gangster, nobody was like, "Oh my god, john Gotti, you know he's he's a successful gangster. now why he, you know he had to pull up it like he's you can't expect for people like you you are the person that you are. people love Tupac because he his mom was a black panther, you know, the music that he put out, he had message messages in it, you know, even though he had his his crazi craziness with him. People loved him mm-hmm. because he was who he was. Not everybody is a um, is a fighter. Not everybody is built to be a community activist. You are who you are. If you was a gangster when you was little, you're probably going to be a gangster when you're older. The fact that you get money along the way, that's not necessarily something that's going to change your, your behavior. And plus,
3: right, right.
4: you know, you have... You know, you still – 50's cousins, his uncles, you know, his whole family is still from that, that community. It's not – yeah, he made it, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. he's not apart from the community that he came up from because his family's still there. And uh, <laughs> let me. I'm, I don't, I'm not trying to talk about 50 like I know him personally. I'm just giving you the example that
2: we can't, mm-hmm.
4: you know – they're giving us, they're choosing, these records, these major companies are choosing, they're choosing not to put out positive images of black people. And, and they're, right. they're, they're picking the most violent people that have real stories, mind you. You know what I mean? Okay, before we, go
1: to, real mm-hmm.
3: okay before we go to your um, Harriet Tubman clip, I want to yeah. play it. Um, last point I have to make about this death row and I want your comment with young children I've been working with them more than half my life. And these and mm-hmm. conversations have come up many times. Um, when we talk about mm. death row records, those titles like that, yeah. that you know, that glamorize, you know, the inmate life and that kind of stuff. But when you see these same rappers that are paying millions of dollars to keep from going to jail, and sometimes are crying before the judge, it seems like that 's a contradiction between the message that they 're rapping about when they're glamorizing this street cred and this jail life, but they 're the last ones that really want to enter into that realm they pay a lot They pay a lot of money to keep from going to jail um Do you think that's hypocritical?
4: Um, well, I mean, once again, like we keep saying, rappers as if like rappers are a representation of what's happening. You know, what I mean, like Death Row Records, that's you know that's that's Jerry Heller. You know, what I mean, those are that's that's white people's money. You know, what I mean, promoting you know poor black people, and it just so happens that those poor black people are positive now, as far as going to jail and things of that nature. That's just happening to people in the community. You know what I mean? I, I Like, I don't, you know, when, I, when you talk about death row records, you're talking about Snoop Dogg, you're talking about Shug Knight, you're talking about Tupac, you're talking about, you know, Corrupt. You know, that's, you know what I mean? Those are particular stories that that doesn't represent everything that happens. You know what I mean? So it's not like, In a, a black you neighborhood. know, death row records. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. you know what I mean, in in Compton In, in their and their areas of California. But I don't think that that necessarily has anything to do with the gangsters that are getting locked up, getting caught, and crying on the stand. You know, because that happens to people who don't rap. You know what I mean? Rappers uh-huh. aren't. You know what I mean? Like, it's a small group of people who rap. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not it's not a million rappers out there. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? With money, rappers are broke for the most part. There's not a lot of
3: rappers with a lot of
1: money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean right. well yeah. now, now that just said that, you that
3: who, who are some of the rap Rap artists that You really um, You know you want to Give props to You know that have a positive message Similar to yours you know I think of speech um, They They like they uh, I can't remember the groups uh, They like soul um, EPMD you know, run DMC from back. I'm 46 years old. So the rap groups that I came up with and the hip-hop artists I listened to were pretty much positive, you know. Uh, What are some of the names of the, the rappers and rap groups that you think best reflect your message and something and would be some sort of music you would want your children to listen to?
4: Oh, I don't think that there's anybody that quite reflects my message. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I've, there's never been an educational album out that's quite like this. There's been rappers that mm-hmm. have put out, you know, educational songs. You know, I definitely mm-hmm. also grew up listening to Run DMC, De La Soul, LL Cool J, Tribe Called Quest, Grandmaster Flash. You know, those were the artists that I, you know, I'm 37. You know what I mean? So I, I came up into that golden age of of hip-hop listening to those same artists. But I've never heard anybody give a 12 uh, you know 12 song album strictly educational still with the hardcore um, hip hop sound that we have but you know I do respect artists like KRS-One for putting out a couple educational songs and Nas for putting out educational songs even for Big Daddy Kane dropping all the jewels that he dropped you know we had everybody talking about they was an Asiatic black man you know and brand new being and public enemy so I, I do give you know, props to all of those artists that came out. De La Soul and
3: Queen Latifah. La
4: yeah, Queen Latifah. Her Kiva, name. You know,
3: her name in itself. Right. Mhm.
4: Yeah, yeah. Even okay, though, Will even Smith. I think she, she's on. She's in a totally different path. Will Smith was never, you know, he was like a he was never a positive rapper to me. He was more like a um a kitty topic rapper. You know, parents just don't understand. That's not a positive hip hop song. That's just a song that kids can listen to, you know what I mean? He's not a conscious rapper, so I wouldn't put him into that category, you know what I mean? Summertime, those are good family cookout, you know what I mean, say joints, but it's not conscious that's
3: that you That's know, his reality. You know, like you said, that some people have this violent reality. That's his lifestyle. That's who he is. That's, you know, I, I think that he has as much no, as a right not, not to, to rap about, you know, having summertime and cookouts. I think that I think his message reflects a lot more people, um, in our community than the airwaves inundating us with this negative stuff. I think his I I think if more people could hear raps like Will Smith, um, kids would be exposed to that type of lifestyle. The ones who aren't. And instead of us just saying, you know, dismissing it as oh, that he's not a real rapper because he's not rapping about the hardcore street life. He's not not a rapper. He's just as No, I didn't say he he, wasn't a
4: rapper. I said he wasn't a conscious rapper. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I I love Summertime. You
1: know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I
4: had a, you know, Jazzy Jeff is one of the the best DJs ever. You know, I definitely respect Will Smith. I was just saying he's, I'm not lumping him with Khalid Kwali and Most Def. He's not a conscious rapper, but. Yeah, he's a rapper. You know, he's dope. He Define stuff.
3: conscious. Define conscious.
4: Conscious rap is when you put, when you put messages in your, in, your, in your music, when you are addressing conscientious, conscientious issues. So if I'm talking about the Black Panthers, if I'm talking about civil rights, if I'm trying to get you to elevate your, your mind state, if I'm trying to make you aware of something, I'm trying to make you conscious of a particular subject. And I'm a conscious rapper. I'm trying to wake you up. I'm trying to bring you some information that's going to uplift your mind and help you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's different than just telling you about a cool time I had. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If I'm just telling you how my day went, I'm not trying to raise your mentality. I'm not trying to make you aware of something. I'm just trying mm-hmm. to make you rock out and vibe and, you know, enjoy the music. So those, those, mm-hmm. are, those are, you know what I'm saying, those are two, two totally different kind of artists. Well, you know, obviously, so, you know what I mean? He's, 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 a, he's a great lyricist, but I'm just I'm just saying he's not in the conscious. I, I wouldn't put him in the, and, and I've never heard him address himself as a conscious rapper. But, he, you know,
3: he's still, I think he's, he's very shrewd. Rap. I think he's very shrewd as the way uh, we would say um, Run DMC was, you know, when they first came out talking about going straight to college. Um, there was a lot of, different lyrics about um, black life uh, that was very positive. Um, that was that was really, um, it was a shrewd way of them putting those lyrics in there and getting those messages across without, you know, really putting it in your face. And I think he's being very conscious about saying he values his family, he values the cookouts. And these are the great times that he had, and these are the things that are endearing to him. Um, similar, to right. what, um, similar to the way that everyone loves Stevie Wonder's song about I wish. I wish I could have those days again. And mm-hmm. it's a way to say this is who we are, and this is where I came from, and this is what I value. And I want my children to have these types of experiences, and this is part of our legacy. Right. And, you know, I think that is, I think he's very, very conscious um, in that regard, especially when we don't have too much of that. You know, you don't have anyone, I remember Indy Iris, she has a song about um, uh, she wishes that the blacks and whites and the young and the old could get together. Um, you know, so there's a few songs out there, uh, rap, Layla Hathaway and Layla James, they have different songs that talk about the past versus the present. So, um, you know, I don't want to really dwell on that, but because we have you on here, and you have such a positive message, and I really want you to introduce your um, your song about Harriet, and I'm going to queue it up. And unfortunately, i do not. You my, my song, about, song about what? Harriet Tubman.
4: Oh, yeah, Harriet, yes, 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 yes.
3: Okay.
1: Yeah, uh, you know. Cueing it up.
4: Okay. All
1: right.
4: Yeah, I definitely. All right, wanted I'm about to, to play uh, it. Mhm. Okay. Yeah, so this is Harriet Tubman it? the conductor. Yeah, this is Harriet Tubman the conductor. You know, I wanted to do a song that that um, gave people a glimpse into what her life looked like. Gave people a glimpse into what the Underground Railroad was about. Um, just to let you know, people know that it was a it was a um, form of resistance. It wasn't just like a fly by the night type of thing. You know, it was a um, it was a process. She had to learn some things. She had to become a part of something. She had to be taught. You know, there was a lot that went on into the underground railroad system. It wasn't just about you know grabbing people and running off into the middle of the night. And uh, I just wanted to give people a little bit more um, of an idea of some of the things that she had to go through and some of the things that she experienced.
3: Okay, let's take a listen.
2: Started when I was five, hired out to watch a baby, and they beat me when they cried. I consider that too much of a price. Even though I'm thick-skinned, some of the scars stayed with me for life. I ain't never been the type to spin around to the other cheek. Putting up a fight to me and my people's all are free, Four brothers, four sisters, thick family. I'm the fourth child, you following mathematically. Guards in my veins, I can feel it in my soul. Three older sisters never seen again when they were sold. When they came for my brother, my mom's made them a promise. Whoever try to take him. Splitting open your noggins Mommy was a rider Spiritual advisor Security provider That's why I'm a live buyer When they ain't take my brother I felt the power inside of me Influenced by the moment I'll never settle for slavery Heavy metal weight In my head as a teen Now with seizures Dr. Lepsy and strange dreams From the tribe of Asante scientist Through grandma Modesty Being free in my own Just a part of me You thinking by coming after me Better bring your faculty 20 miles away Before you even know what's happening Cargo on my train and it's something like traffic I'm Harriet the conductor, I ain't never lost a passenger I'm plotting on my escaping I'm married and feeling patient I'm outy with no debating you silly for conversating I'm breaking and while you waiting and I make it I'll be sure to get the safest route to travel and be back for you with base September 17th, 1849 Me and my brothers Henry and Ben said it's mine So we left for Maryland Headed towards freedom land But they feet chill up So we turned around and went back to the owners Believe me I didn't wanna Had I knew my brother this was scared, we're in the bottom. A little while later, man, I ran away again. But this time straight Dolo fan bags to the wind In the middle of the night, in the winter in the cold. I was navigating on the underground railroad. Nah, it ain't a literal train. It's a form of resistance. Just with the railroad theme. So a station's a safe house where the runaways go. And the runaway slaves are considered cargo. The person who hit him considered a station master. And the stockholders the one who will put the cash up. Me, I'm the cont- I transported the cargo routes that I took remain secret I took an old boss of my train you get on There is no rebelling grown man said he turning back And I had to tell him fam, why you had me bring the metal out, cock it back, point it at your head and bring the devil out, There's no going back besides you going and I'll kill you where you stand, before you sink behind the whip uh, running from slave catchers, a bounty on my head, until my whole fam free, I don't really care, had a 10 year span, with 19 or so trips I done free so many slaves, they calling me Moses, during the Civil War, because of my skills, I became the first woman to lead a armed the I am Harriet Tubman you need to fall back, a conduct I never ran my train off the track You thinking about coming after me, better bring your faculty 20 miles away before you even know what's happening Cargo on my train and it's something like traffic I'm Harry as the conductor, I ain't never lost a passenger
3: That was awesome, awesome. That was really good. Thank you, thank you. Yes, you I
4: appreciate
3: also have a YouTube that. video. You have a YouTube video uh, uh, of, you, of, of you performing this video, right? This rap song.
4: Yes, yes. We have a couple of videos um, of me performing this song in different places. Um, uh, one performing it on a TV show, um I performed it at the. Um, I also put some snippets up when I performed it at the uh, the Cancer um, Relay Marathon in North New Jersey when I came out to perform. Um, and I think that is it. But we do have some snippets of me um, performing that song at various places, and there'll be a couple more to come. Actually, wonderful. We didn't put them all put them all up there, but you know, we're giving. We're just trying to spread the spread the message that education is important and, you know, that that it helps and that it plays a part in people's mental upliftment.
3: Wonderful. Now, you know, are you aware there's a new um, bypass, a highway named after Harriet Tubman in Maryland?
4: No. Okay, well, I'm Uh, going to... Thank you for making me aware of that, though. That's awesome.
3: Well, what I'm going to do, I know a few Harriet Tubman um, activists, and I'm going to send your agent or your um, publicist information uh, regarding those three different places um, that tribute uh, Harriet Tubman. I think you should be in contact with them. Um, and I think they would oh, love to awesome. have you. Yes. And in fact, there's a educational symposium going on at Montclair State College um, every year with history teachers. And I invited Stephanie Wilson James to listen to you tonight because if we could get you at Montclair within the next two or three days, um, I think she would love to promote what you're doing. Hopefully she's listening. So I want to thank you for coming on and you have to give us all your contact information. We'll end with um, your last cut. It's a a rap about inspirational, motivational rap. You want to give us the intro and then also your contact information, and we'll end the show on that cut. Sure,
4: I believe you are talking about "I Am Because We Are." Yes. And um, yes, okay, yeah, that uh, you know, that song is definitely about some of the some of the issues and problems that I think are facing kids today and facing the educational system. And I just kind of wanted to um, you know, bring a you know, highlight a couple of issues that I really feel. Is is crazy, you know, where we're giving these kids Ritalin, when in kindergarten, and you know, just it's just all types of madness that's that's happening to our kids. And um, mm-hmm. I am because we are is just a, a small attempt to address some of those some of those things, and it's one of the new songs off Lesson Two. Um, all right. Cool. And now I'll give everybody the contact information. First of all, the website is www.smart-hiphop.com. Uh, my email address is lock at smart-hiphop.com. Um, the YouTube channel is Smart Hip Hop Music. We're on Twitter at Smart Hip Hop. We're on Facebook at Smart Music Entertainment. We're on Instagram at Smart Hip Hop. The album is available on Amazon and iTunes. Um, Lesson One, Hip Hop and Education, and you spell lock, like L-A-K. And once again, the website is wwwsmart com.
3: Thank you so much, and I hope to see you perform live at one of these new Harriet Tubman venues, and we'll be in touch. As a matter of so fact, next, week, next
4: mm-hmm. week I'll be in uh, Delaware um, performing a uh, special Harriet Tubman trip, tribute in Seaford, Delaware at the African-American Festival on Saturday.
3: Address, phone number, email, contact?
4: Um, How do we find I it?
3: more address. information?
4: Yeah. Is it on it's your website?
3: Africa.
4: Yes, no, most definitely. You can find the address, you can find the time, everything on the website. But I will be in Seaford, Delaware, giving a performance on Friday and Saturday at the um, African American Festival.
3: Okay, in Delaware. All right. All right, yeah. thanks so much. Uh, anything else you want to say before we... This Just time. that knowledge
4: is power, read everything you get your hands on. And thank you guys for allowing me to use this platform in order to, um, you know, talk about smart music entertainment to promote the music and really get our message out because without stations like this, uh we wouldn't be heard. So thank you very much.
3: Oh, thank you, Locke. You know, we always invite you whenever we can. Have a good one.
4: Definitely.
2: Yeah. Smart music is the movement, uh, a bad education, the reason some of us lose yeah. it. A lot of young boys being misdiagnosed, but the school's G and off from am telling you it's a hoax. Uh, Hyped up and energetic. that don't mean slow, keep it all G That's common amongst the kin folks. Yeah. And dead griddings, equivalent to speed when love and education's the medicine now we need. Uh, I proceed with the left resembling household Black on both sides, still living it. Most death uh, taking trains out of the hood so we built less and looking outside the of a field test whatever happened to the village concept it's impossible to live without seeing beyond self-overstand that it's easier to build a strong child than repair a broke man all i want oh, sh- to do is show
1: the world about the world by the man but the man. beast is yeah. on to me right. the fighting for right. the babies yeah. and the parents yeah. on a rhythm yeah. and the, yeah. and the yeah. board it felt the gospel i am because we because I am I wasn't shot with them the four the for the man put the, the, beast, the, the beast is on to me
2: the game is the life from the 48 laws to the parables of Christ All the war and them 42 negative confession The mind's the most dangerous of blessings of knowledge is above you holding the light Like beginning of Columbia flicks your torch bright A vote is the voice and them policies running your life The men amendment to make them put up a fight the knowledge yourself, I'm still seeking it A lot of my dudes going ham just ain't eating it Soul is the angelic part of a man So the flesh is the pet of an invisible hand and I breathe like a fab joint and I always say one plus your last point yeah we do it for the kids. we do it for those who can't vote because the law's after the, 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 the beds right and let they the we, we are
1: because i am I I'm up the rope on <laughs> the man Put the beast is on the me
2: your thoughts are costing weed. Ignoring the history. Standing at the podium looking over your sheeple. You keep it entertaining and they continue to feed you. Hood is the battleground. Minds are the spoils of war. Ignorant bliss. The weapon that they use on the poor. School's diet plan. Lacking all the vitamins. Before you tell them try again. Recognize what time we in. Kids losing lives. They want to arm the teachers. I guess they'll bang out in the hallway with a demon. Real men don't buy girls or put them on the front line so they can get shot and. Inflate. Of the world, the flow is unprecedented. Please understand math got a message in it. It's smart music entertained with the lessons in it. We don't just talk about the future, we invest in it. Keep up with the regiment. All
1: I wanna do is I'm the and the parish, and Roy, and the gospel, I am because
0: I'll be kind of tiny i through
1: the, the wolf the, the beast is on me
0: plus.